Hi, it brings me great joy to announce to you that we have come to the end of this series. However, it also brings me sadness too. But <laughs> I am yet without many um, needed experience, so I cannot go any further just yet in, in sharing some counsels generally. It, was, it, it may seem unfair to counsel generally on areas beyond the scope that I have shared with you. Um, the areas like uh, child upbringing and, and some other issues that some people may say I had a lack experience in. However, I am open for discussion. I'm open to learn from you. I'm hoping to study a book together and you can reach out to me through my mail through my number you can ask someone who shared the link with you somehow somebody would have a way to contact me and you can check me out on instagram amadicop on facebook amadicop just type amadicop or on um, linkedin and other platforms okay i'm looking forward to hearing from you but before i go i would like to share a few words if you permit me the Bible doesn't provide a one-size-fits-all program for all relationships. I know that. And anybody who attempts to say, okay, 10 things that will solve your marriage problem and all of those things, they are probably wrong, okay? But there are principles. Our, our lives are too different. Our circumstances too unique. And our God is just too creative to have just one formula for everybody. Okay, here's how an author puts it. Um, I think that was Joshua Harris who said that the various ways in which God brings men and women together, like the unique designs of snowflakes, are never quite the same. However, God gives us patterns and principles to guide us. And by God's inspiration, I believe some of these patterns and inspiration and principles I have tried to share with you in this series and some previous series when I did um, Letters to Young Lovers. You can check that out when I reviewed in White's book Letters to Young Lovers. But many more are hidden in God's Word and some good spiritual books out there. Uh, I would encourage you to seek them diligently. But then as you go, remember that your relational, remember your relational responsibilities, basically. Remember your relational responsibilities. First, your responsibilities to God, your responsibility to yourself, and then your responsibility to others. Because friends, you are responsible to God. He owns you through creation and redemption god owns you the bible says know ye that you are not your own you have been bought so you cannot do anything with your life you cannot just date anybody you have to seek permission from god and everything you do with your relationship remember you are accountable to god then secondly you are responsible for yourself See, you are unique. You are endowed with grace. You are given a blessing. God says, before I formed you, I knew you. And God has ordained you for greatness, my friend. Do not allow anybody to make you feel less. God has given you dreams and talents for the cultivation, for the nurturing. 
And please do not abandon yourself just to chase after somebody else. You are first. The Bible says everybody will give account of himself. So work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Do not sacrifice your eternity because you are in court. My hands are in the air because you are in love with someone else. It, it is not worth it. You can sacrifice, okay? The Bible says greater love has no man than this. You can lay down your life for your friends, for someone, your lover. But don't lay down your eternity, okay? It's not worth it. Jesus has already done it for God's sake. So anybody who is requiring you to compromise your standard because it's a way to prove that you love them, know that it's the devil that is speaking through them. Run away. Run, sir. Run, sir. Run, ma. Okay? Um. Then thirdly, you are responsible for the one you are in love with. You must not get in the way of what God is doing in their lives. Okay, you're responsible for your lover. You're res- that person belongs to to God, and and so you must treat them with respect because whatever you do to them, their heart belongs to God. If you break it, God will come after you. If you mess with it, God will come after you because they are the apple of God's eyes. You are responsible to them, sir, and you are responsible to family. For they are God's instruments to hold you accountable. Okay, so you're not just marrying her because she's a wife material or because she's beautiful. You should ask yourself, uh, would she sync or nice with my family? Yes, the man shall leave uh, the father and the mother and cleave to his wife. But if all of us keep on going and breaking out and forming our own companies without... Um, building the already established bond with our families and I think our world will be one very big isolated um, society okay then finally friends finally as we end this series the Wycliffe Bible commentary puts Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4 this way uh, love should not be stirred up before its proper time because the love relationship, unless carefully guarded, may cause grief instead of the great joy that it should bring to the human heart. So please, friends, don't stir up love until it is time, until you are ready. And how do you know you are ready? Well, ask God, follow his pattern, and you know, you know. If the person meets God's requirement, and you do too, you know. Okay, Proverbs 29 verse 20 says, Do you see a young a man who speaks in haste? There is more hope for a fool than for him. There is more hope for him. Friends, um, in matters of the heart, patience is, a key, is the key. Patience is, is a virtue. I'll counsel you to watch, wait, and pray. Personally, I have seen some very beautiful ladies in my life. Some that... I have had the privilege of falling in love with and they have also fallen in love with me but it takes patience to wait upon the Lord to hear his counsel and to subject your love to the counsel of the community of believers that they are dark and lovely and sexy does not mean they they may fit into your ministry into the calling that God has given to you there are some people that come into our lives just to be friends to build us maybe academically to build us socially they, they, we mustn't take them to wed 
So learn the lessons that you can from everybody. But there's somebody that God may want you to build an empire together. Be patient to seek out for that person. And be patient to build yourself and that person together with Jesus at the center of it all. I wish you the best in your relationship and in your homes. I'm still a Maddie Cobb and I'm always available for discussion. God bless you.